Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 283 of the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And I'm very excited about our uh, guest today. She hasn't been on in a while. Mm-hmm. And she Why a, is that? It's um, it's scheduling. Take the hint. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> scheduling. I feel like I'm kind of a fan favorite. But, um, yeah. So this is awkward. Yeah. Well, that's why you haven't been on for very, yeah. very many times. Let's face it out. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to. We don't want the fans to get drunk on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. OD. You know what I'm right. saying? You know, right. Right. Always leave them. Leave them wanting a little more stuff. I think what you guys mm-hmm. like about me is that I'm so up on movies. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, I come in with a lot of well, intelligent opinions about all the movies I well, see. Okay, that's the voice of Stephanie Wilder Taylor. Here's what I like about you. You are going to have a take on a movie that we don't have. It's very You're true. always, every time there's going to be some movie where Chris is like, I really liked it. And you're going, that was the dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> what those idiots. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. tired of George Clooney or yeah. something like. And, and there'll I'm be a reason. Costumes, that not will, on board. And it'll be the reasons. It, they'll make sense, but... Right. Something we've never heard never before. It'd always yeah. be like, there's no way a woman mm-hmm. with kids would be able to have an affair with George Clooney. <laughs> like, she would be texting her kids. Like, I love, I love that shit. Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of movies here. We're going to talk about The Gift, The Man from mm-hmm. Uncle, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. We've got uh, another sponsor this week. Touch of Modern is back. Ooh, I got and some shoot. interesting DVDs and a couple of uh, cool... Uh, things on the website and and pretty much nothing coming out in the movie theaters wow. this weekend as it just died the summer just ended. yeah it's, boy. Like, it's it, like it doesn't end with a whimper it just stops it just stops it's you're like, just like everyone's getting ready for the fall yeah mm-hmm. wasn't there cool movies coming out every week for the last two three months yeah nope, no not anymore not anymore that's nope. over no it's february now <laughs> yeah it's like yeah so we got a couple weeks we got to slug through before we get into yeah. the oscar film which gives you guys a chance to catch up on the movies that you may have missed yes Good, good time. I want to thank everybody that came out uh, to the improv in beautiful Lake Tahoe. Uh, was working up there God, with what an ugly place that is. What a is. horrifying hellhole with that blue water and the pine trees. Some beautiful sunsets. Yes. God, you can get sick of that. It's quick. like I hate living. I hate being in a place where everywhere you looked is pretty. You can't. You can't. The worst. And, the, and the air is breathable. The air is breathable. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was great. I spent the whole time in the casino, just playing keno. It was great. And, and <laughs> getting other, getting secondhand smoke. Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked up smoking this week. We're just eating hot you dogs. You have to. Yeah. In Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. It's like the law. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. It was. The, the shows were fun, and thanks to everybody uh, that came out. Some film nerd fans came out. So. Excellent. So um, that's nice. It was good business. Yeah. Good so business. Uh, I went jet skiing. I loved it up there. Yes, what a horrible work of week. It was the, week, it was the easiest week of work. Oh, my God. Just like <laughs> staying at this nice hotel room with a view of the lake and mm-hmm. just like one show a night. And you're just like, oh, it's great. I don't understand stand-up comedy, though, anymore. Is it still, is it the same? Like you just do jokes? It's and similar. laugh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they two-drink minimum. Is it still working like that? There's still some clubs that are still doing that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I Just the whole idea of it horrifies me. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'll get up. If you want me to do some stand-up for you, I'll just tell some, you know, I'll just talk about stuff. But I'm so, uh, I don't even remember how to tell an actual joke. I don't remember my <laughs> act. Like, I don't know how people do Didn't that. Didn't you just do monologues on your TV show? Yeah, where, where I read them off a teleprompter. Okay. <laughs> I got to write them ahead of time and read them. And mm-hmm. it's in front of a television audience who's like supposed to laugh. Right. As opposed to clubs where they're like, I don't. I don't know. Was that the punchline? <laughs> yeah. To... <laughs> yeah, there's still some clubs like that. Yeah, there's yeah, still sure. some punchline clubs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just. I, is it fun? I. It is for me. I mean, I've been doing this my whole adult life. I don't. I think if all I was doing was road exclusively, I think I'd be burnt on it. But the fact that we, we do this, and then there's the festival, and the fact that you know 
when you're in like Tahoe, one show oh. a night, it's like it's a vacation. It's, but it's I great. feel like if I don't do stand up for a while, I think here's what I'm getting at. It makes me so racked with nerves. Like, do you get like, oh, oh I feel rusty. I don't remember. I have to do an hour you know what? and I don't know. That, what, that's I, an interesting question. Do you remember your, all your I jokes? do, but Graham doesn't because he goes on the road more. I go on the road. I, like, <laughs> I, only, I only do like a couple weeks a year now, and I definitely have that issue. But after like one or two nights, then it you get back into the, right, the groove right. of it. Yeah. You find your rhythm, you find your jokey jokes, and then so, you start riffing on stuff. And Speaking of riffing, let's start on the gift. <laughs> nice. Because segue, I, think, uh, I think you two may have different reactions okay. to it. Yeah, Stephanie, we both saw this movie, so you yeah. go first on what you thought about the gift. Okay. So I was excited because I was thinking it was going to be like... Um, what was the sixteen the, candles? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> where and I'm like, where's Molly Ringwald? Uh, no teen angst whatsoever. This is like adults. No, I uh, no the movie with Glenn Close. Fatal Bunny attraction. Boy, fatal attraction. Mm. I was like, okay. I was set up. I heard there's a such a twist. By the way, we can't really say what happens. Can't so, say the twist. So no spoiler. Uh, no spoilers. Um, okay. So there is a twist which I figured out halfway through. And I'm not always good at figuring out twists. I mean, when I saw The Sixth Sense, I was blown away. Right. I Even though I knew there was some kind of a twist, when it happened, I got chills, classic, like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I also liked the whole movie. Okay, so with this movie, I felt like, first of all, I it's hard to say without the spoilers, but I felt like there were some problems with the setup. Okay, they they had a lot of hinting at a backstory mm-hmm. that never panned out you didn't really need to know mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so can we, can we say about the so the wife has like a, a pill addiction or yeah, used to yeah, right yeah, she okay had some kind of addiction yeah but but and they hint about it so much and they even do these voiceovers that are like these dreamy kind of there's a lot of we needed to start over there's a lot of secrets from the past which you never really find out what they were oh and, and to they, just it's uh, hinted at. For, for those fans that don't know what the movie is about basically oh, yeah, it's so. a it's a couple that a mysterious stranger shows up and it's somebody that um the husband knows from high school and right. then, right. like, why is he there? And, you know, what, that's what the mystery starts. And it's very creepy. And while mm-hmm. you're watching it, it was the kind of thing where while I was watching it, I was engaged. And I'm like, oh, this is creepy. And that there were a couple mm-hmm. times where I, yes, jumped. And, you know, sure. it's scary. And and um, But then when at the end of it, I think it was sort of the looking back, I'm like, well, hey, wait a minute. I, I got to say, I had probably a similar reaction to it. I'm, I was excited about it too because Joel Edgerton, who I really like, he it's his directorial debut. He he wrote and directed this. Um, he plays the creepy guy from Jason Bateman's past. Right. Jason Bateman is is a great at playing kind of a dick. He's a great. Yeah. Like, I, I liked, and then uh, and by the way. I thought Jason Bateman was so good in it. I yeah, thought his acting, right. it was this incredible acting where it almost felt like he was improvising a little bit because mm-hmm. it was so naturalistic. It, I kept leaning over to my husband going, so that's like how people talk. Right. It's written in such a way that you really feel like that's how couples talk to each other, how you're like, they seem like they have a great relationship, but really he's kind of a dick. Yeah. But, and things he says, and he kind of shuts her down a couple times where you're like, oh, I could completely see couples having that exact type of fight. Right, that kind of fight. And it's like, and she's doing that, well, he's, he's got a good job. He's a nice guy. We have a good life. Right. So I'm going to just right. sort of let the fact that he's kind of a bully and a dick sometimes. I'm going to just let that, I'm always stressed at work or I'm going right, to rationalize right, it. Right, So that stuff, the, the, 
the couple dynamic was good. Right. The acting was good. But I had the same thing. There were so many things that were introduced that later I was like, well, wait a minute. What the, wait. Right. And there's certain things where you're just like, there's no way, like, I'll just say this. So, so things start getting creepy and I'll probably be as vague as possible. And a creepy thing kind of happens and they call the cops and the cops are like, okay, blah, blah. And then more creepy shit happens. You'd call the cops again. Like you wouldn't just like, yes. I'm going to handle this myself. No, right. you wouldn't. You'd just keep calling the police because. And then the cops go, well, you know, if we, if we look into this, the, this person's going to know why, why, why. Yeah, the you're the cops. Take care of it. It was like the cops never. The cops almost yeah. They're like, well, I don't know. Usually the cops go, we'll keep you out of it as best we can. We got to, but we'll investigate. Right. Like right. cops don't. Cops would they ever say like, well, if you don't want us to do our job, we won't. I mean, no, wouldn't they investigate <laughs> anyway? Well, right. By the way, two creepy things happen, and I'll be vague too. But the the first creepy thing that happens. The guy does something that's really over the top, creepy, right. psycho. And then the woman is like, well, like they never really address it. And right. they kept waiting for like, okay, so basically they just made it really obvious that this guy's a creep. And now you're still going to go on like he's not really that creepy. That was so... There was so many... I kept waiting for stuff to pay off. You know, let me ask you both a question, too. Did you see the trailer before you saw the film? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. CJ emailed us, and he said when he went to a press screening in Australia, he said he liked the movie, and then he saw the trailer afterwards. He said if he saw the trailer before he saw the movie, it gives a lot of the movie away, Mm. and he said he would not have enjoyed the movie as much. That's a great point. Mm. I don't know, though. Because he went in not knowing anything about it, like what was going on. But because I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, this, I hope this is all stuff that happens in the first half of the movie. And it looks, turns out it looks like it doesn't. It goes it pretty far t- into it. It doesn't give you away that the, I've just felt like the twist, and my husband agreed with me. He's not here to speak for himself. So I have to represent <laughs> him in his opinion because I'm a wife. Um, <laughs> he, but he brought up this point, which was that after you find out like something cre- creepy happened and there's a twist, he was waiting to see like, okay, and then what's the bigger twist? Right. Like what else? Like how's this going to play out? And then they're like, oh, no, 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 that was it. Aren't you creeped out? It's like, well, yeah, but I don't know. I felt like you've set up I just felt like they set up so much stuff that they kept mm. vague. They did. And it did, so many things never got, they introduced and never heard back again. Or right. just sort of like, uh, it and just. I, it, here's the thing. I kept comparing it to Fatal Attraction, which I just think Adrian Lyne directed that mm-hmm. movie in such a creepy way. With the, But it had. You've also got quite a climax in that movie, you, too. I was going to say it had a much bigger payoff, which I'm not saying every movie has to have that. But even like when when uh, the creepy where they I don't know if you guys remember the movie, but they cut back and forth as they're building up when Glenn Close kind of kidnaps the kid right. and she takes the kid to an amusement park and then it cuts between they're coming home and then there's the bunny yeah. boiling scene and they're cutting back and forth and it, they had such a way of building tension and then but the the whole Glenn Close kind of falling apart and like right. sitting in a room turning the light on and off listening to Madame Butterfly and it was like. They did so many mood kind of things that showed how this person's falling apart. And I just don't feel like you got, they just kept going like, yeah, she's, she's emotionally unstable. Right. And there was a thing in their past, which wasn't even really a thing to regular people. Yeah, I know. That was the thing. They, were, they build it up and then it's like, oh, I guess it's not that big of a deal. But then it's, it, that, that was the only thing. It was just, there was just some, and I'll say this overall. 
I, I'm glad Joel Edgerton is, is, if he wants to start making movies, I'm all for it. I like what he does. And if this is his- Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it's not bad. It's not an awful mm-hmm. movie. There's some really good parts to it, but there yeah. is just a lot of like, wait, wait, huh? So- I just expected it because I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, it had like 92%. Right. I was expecting it to be great. And guess what? I don't go to the movies very much. Because right. I'm a mom of three kids. So when I go see a movie, I'm deciding between Straight Outta Compton and The Gift. And I'm like, whichever one I choose, it better live up right. to my motherfucking standards. That's what I'm saying. Someone <laughs> should have gone saying? to Compton, sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that gift then back. Then I go in to do my podcast with Lynette, for crying out loud, and she's has just seen Straight Outta Compton and was like, oh my God, it was fantastic. And right. I was, and uh, the music, and I'm like, that's how the gift. I saw some stuff not pay out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some, okay, some good acting with some plot holes. Yeah. All right. Which one do you want to go to next? Let's go, uh, well, you, you're the only one who saw Mission Impossible yes, Rogue Nation, I saw, which has I saw, a crazy high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I saw Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Now, here's the thing. I went into Tom this Cruise movie. Tom Cruise is in that one, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> he is. I think you know he's a Scientologist, uh, right? right. I, I do. Cameo? He has a cameo? And I, and I think, <laughs> as, as I'm, I'm watching this movie, first of all, let me, a little backstory. I've never liked these films, with the exception of, like, the first one. I thought the first one was pretty decent. How many have there been? Which was, yeah, which was a long time ago. ago. Um, How many have there been? This is the fifth. Wow. Um, And I couldn't tell you the plot of the last four. I couldn't even tell you really the plot of the one I just saw, really. Um, Because here's the thing about these movies. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 2, 3, Ghost Protocol, which was four, and now this one, which is five. I was watching this movie, and uh, I, like I said, I've never really liked them. I really didn't like the last one because the stunts and the craziness of it really felt like just everything. Oh, well, now it's Harry Potter. Now it's just magic. <laughs> they have, like, a gadget. They're almost, like, flying. They have Spider-Man gloves, and it's just it – doesn't, it doesn't even look like a spy movie anymore. Right. I will say that got dialed back a little bit on this movie. I, I felt the stunts were a little bit more realistic. Wasn't uh, that because – truly because Tom Cruise uh, – wasn't that the story that he did all his own stunts? He definitely did the stunt on the plane. I don't know if he did all of them. Um, I but thought it's possibly he said on John yeah. Stewart that he did his own stunts, which he, maybe why they had to dial him back quite a bit. Well, it, it, if that's the reason, it actually worked because yeah. it felt like it, it felt like more of a spy movie again. Right. The problem is, it's you just don't care. It's like it, it's like it's literally these characters going through the motions of a script written by a marketing department. Right. You've right. got you you've got okay. Um, just okay. We need a car chase scene here. We need the sidekick with a quippy line here. We need the uh, sexy double agent here, and then it, it literally was like a paint by numbers movie. Right. So it didn't really do anything wrong, but it didn't really do anything great or right either. It was it was literally a paint by the numbers spy action uh, movie. But at least with the first Mission Impossible. And if you if anybody remembers the show, <laughs> there were actually some twists. And one of the great things about um, the franchise is that sometimes you didn't always know who was the good guys and who was the bad guys. And that's one of the tropes of a great spy story right, is you right. don't know who's the double agent, double who's agent. working against, who's who's who's, uh, who's crossing or whatever. This movie made almost no attempt to do that. Good guys, bad guys. One's right. chasing the other. One's going to fight. Russian, yeah. Right? Somebody's Yeah, there, there's there Russian. There will be consequences to <laughs> okay. your actions. All right. Plane, car, 
bomb. Motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Bomb. <laughs> That's, is there yeah. a bomb that might detonate if somebody uh, does course, they, Of course. Of wow. course. Wires uh, cutting? Is there, is uh, there a red wire, blue wire? It better be red wire, blue wire. And then the, cre- the credits opened up. I'm like, oh, this is a, there was like, you know, a, a Chinese film company. It was like a lot of foreign money was in this movie. And right. I'm thinking there's probably a cut with like an extraneous scene in China that didn't make it into the American version, right, like an right, Iron right. Man. The, the, but, the Americans were like, but we kind of need that. And yeah. like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. You're fine. It's uh, you could literally add 20 more scenes and it wouldn't change anything for better or for worse to this movie. Your right. description uh, is basically how I feel about this entire franchise. Like, yeah. I've never watched one of these and gone, oh, that was so stupid, but I've never gone, oh, man, Mission Amazing. Impossible. Yeah, I can't wait just, to see the next one. Like, even the first one where they made, you know, John Voight, the head of the organization, right. the bad guy, I was like, oh, God, that would never happen. I was just, yeah. I, every time I watch them and I go, Okay. Reinvent the franchise. That's what you have to do. Like, look what they did with James Bond. Now I'm, like, excited to see the next James Bond movie. And how long has that formula been around? Yeah. Yeah. 200 years. Yeah, 200 years. By the way, did you talk about the movie Spy? Um, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, you know who talked about that? We had, we had a guest talk about it, though. We haven't Emily seen v. it. Emily V. Gordon talked about it. But, I um, was so excited about that. And that's basically, I'm saying they remade, like, they tried they t- to right. turn it o- around. Right. And make, but it wasn't uh-huh. that funny. Uh, like it was see. supposed to be so funny. Kind of like we're taking all these tropes, and then we're but mm-hmm. but we're doing a spin on it. And I was like, right. oh, not that good. But it was that's like interesting. You know, you know. One of the things too that's completely lacking is like just take. You don't have to have backstories and interesting things happen to all the characters. Pick one. Pick right. one character that we might right. care about who right. has some kind of internal conflict or Cruise, emotional. Though. Yeah, or not no. Tom Cruise. I, I will I say, don't care about him. Jesus, Tom Cruise, <laughs> smug. Tom Cruise and uh, the girl that played the lead. But they're (laughs) stupid face and hair. But they're so gloriously beautiful. They really are. He is anymore. Uh, No, they're they're whether it's camera tricks or I don't know what's going on. But I think on set there is a Lazarus pit that they actually (laughs) drop him into, and then he comes back out screaming, and then all his face (laughs) his face skin goes back into place, and then he's ready to do another scene. I think he's I literally a- ageless. <laughs> he's literally. You don't I, think he's that attractive? Have you ever with Tom Cruise and not think like that he's a crazy Scientologist? It's hard to look and like not think about like the movie going clear and not just go like he's one of the most creepy people ever. That's always in the back of your head. And, and when you watch like he's a movie like this, smirk. He just looks but, like a bully. But but here here's the interesting thing is that it's like when you're in a movie like this because you don't have to emote show any emotion, show any depth, literally show any character that's like you don't even have to get into any of that because like, oh, I don't believe him as this, you know, person or whatever. I'm like, because he's not doing anything. He's just, you know, running from car chase to car chase and how he's going to, if it's the last thing I do, you know, he's going to take down the bad guys. Then you have Alec Baldwin as the CIA chief who, um, you know, defunds the IMF. And it's like, oh, God, somebody have some kind of... um, point of view or intelligence that isn't like a it's literally a every character is one note and it's like oh like okay simon Pegg. i like simon Pegg. give him more to do than you know say a quippy sidekick line because that's literally all he did in the entire do you film. think that any of the people that write these movies have a chance to do that do you think no. there's do you think that they go like hey i'd love to like make this a little smarter and do well, you think that I the think, franchise goes I think that like, one no, of the, that's okay no thanks I, I think that one of the Just, gadgets in mission impossible actually wrote the script 
There's just a script writing gadget. Yeah, there's just a script writing gadget that yeah. Tom Cruise has on his belt, yeah. and, yeah. It's, and it's yeah. spit out a script. I actually have that app yeah. on my iPhone. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, approved by the marketing department. Oh, movie script. Nice. I can't see how that couldn't happen soon. Yeah, oh, I think it already has. For a movie like that. Because it really felt like a search and replace. The screenplay was written by Christopher McQuire, who directed it. So you just know it's just like... He literally, the studio just said, okay, we need these things to happen. Yeah, yeah. faster, a little faster. He yeah. was busy. Yep. He was like, I just had a vacation for a week. They're like, no, 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 we got, we, yeah. we, just, we changed our mind. We're shooting. Yeah. All and, right. Uh, and, you know, I'll they give have it a, to you tomorrow. They have a dartboard with a glow, a world map. It's like, we're going to set pieces here, here, and here. Yeah, and right. then, all yeah. right, car chase here, motorcycle. There's got to be, mm, we may not be able it's to not, do a boat this time. No. All right, plane. It's not a yeah. dartboard. It's a, it's a, oh, Tax break, right? <laughs> oh, the, give us the five best tax break right. countries. Yeah, in the world. that's exactly what it was. And, yeah. and oh, we can't make this in Atlanta. Never mind, not making it. Yeah. Oh, and, sorry. Yeah, and what company in those countries will uh, co-fund? Yeah, co-finance. Yeah. So, so it really it, it was it was literally a by the numbers quote Hollywood blockbustery movie. But it, it like so you loved it. So it was fantastic. I, I have to go see it again to see all the things Two I missed on the first yeah. uh, buying the, the lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> I also find it fascinating, too, that, like, how could you have two movies that are both based on old spy shows come out at the exact same time? What marketing department was asleep at that? Was well, it Man from Uncle or was it I'll tell uh, you what. Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible, I understand why they're still doing this. These movies keep making money. The Man from Uncle movie, which I saw, I was like, this show was mildly popular. The, the last time they did one of these was 20 years ago. In that time, Mission Impossible has done four fucking movies. Right. So I get this, I, The Man from Uncle, I went to go see it, and it's every, the trailer, I was like, oh man, this Armory guy, he was in the Facebook movie, and that's and Lone Ranger. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so he's been in a horrible movie. So and he, he's heir to a billion dollar fortune. In real life? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then why the fuck is he making movies? Why is he taking up space? Like, there's a struggling actor out there that's really good at their craft, who's, I'm sure there's a tall, good-looking, there's plenty of tall, good-looking guys out there in an acting school somewhere in L.A. Give that motherfucker the job instead of this That this doesn't help. You, they're, not, they're not in the Skull and Bones Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Oh, that's funny. The Skull and Bones Club. Because he's, Army Hammer's running around doing this horrible... Russian accent. I will be fighting. Oh, he plays a Russian in it? Oh, oh that's great. In that one too? Yeah. yeah. There's always a Is Russian. there a bomb detonation too oh, in that I, one? Yeah, probably. Mm. I, Is I there wire cutting? God, there should be. I fell asleep for a lot of it. It's, Did you really? It's just boring. <laughs> it's just the, like... Um, I so, was bored seeing that it was listed under the AMC. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I just scrolling I'm on such your a girl. App. I just go like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, straight out of Compton. Okay. Blah, right. blah, blah. Man from Uncle, Mission of Apollo. So Guy Ritchie Some directs kind of Avengers this, movie. And I want to see more good Guy Ritchie movies, but this is just like, I mean, I'm, if you look, it's like, you know, he did Sherlock Holmes. Okay. I mean, Lock, he lost it after barrels. he and Madonna broke up. Yeah. I mean, she was his muse, probably. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, oh, snatch! How was horrifying great. would I that no be idea. if that was true? <laughs> oh god! It's like I can't. Now that Madonna's gone, I can't create anymore. Because <laughs> it's like snatch. That was in two thousand. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have been called snatch. No. <laughs> <laughs> or hot beaver. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I don't like that. 
So no thanks. It's like I I just I don't know this movie. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Can we just talk? First of all, I don't understand. As soon as they have those accents. I can't. I need subtitle. They should subtitle those movies. I can't understand it. I remember sitting in that movie just going, I have no, this might as well be in a foreign language because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, I would try to like even read lips. I'm not even, I'm not even saying that to be funny. I couldn't understand the movie. No, I and it d- made it not enjoyable. Did you guys understand it? Oh, barely. I mean, I oh, really like it. I, but, I know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I couldn't understand Attack the Block. That one... I liked I liked Snatch. Mm -hmm. I liked because which one was that? The one with Brad Pitt as the fighter that you couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, him I liked. That was funny. Um, But again, it's like I feel like I feel like this guy is is riding on cred from fifteen years ago. Like I I just the Sherlock Holmes movies were okay, but this is just first of all, who gives a shit about this TV show, The Man from Uncle? Is this like oh, I can't wait? No one's saying that. Did anybody show up in the movie theater and go finally? Yeah, exactly. No, but that's everything now. Everything is based on something else. Nobody can if it's an original idea, they're not going to make it. Even if the right. even if your original idea would be 10 times better than some remake. Right. It's just like every TV show that they go, "Oh, was it was it a hit in Britain? Let's do it." Yeah. Nobody cares about a, another singing competition, but they keep making them because they were Right. And, and the, the other thing somebody like Fremantle brought Alisa. it over. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, the people at Fremantle love singing. Yeah, they do they good. Do, they, they do good do. work. Fremantle. Listen, uh, someone's singing, and the, there's going to be a, some judges. Oh, All right, great, we'll great. do it. Make it happen. Big hit. Big um, hit in Britain. So, Elisa Vikander, who was in um, uh, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. who she's great in that. She's mm-hmm. great in Ex Machina. They give her nothing to do in this, right? Of course, they just give her some outfits to well, wear. Now, wait a minute. Nothing to do. Did she look pretty? Yeah, she looked pretty. All right, and oh, contract uh, filled. You know, she used to be like a. She was a big dancer, like typical that. female actress. Yeah, right. just, <laughs> looking pretty. Uh, where are you going? <laughs> wow, we get it. All right. <laughs> so, don't you want me to read the lines? Nope. Just turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Smile. Yeah. Um, typical fucking actress wants to know what her lines are. Oh, yeah. you don't need to up. worry about your lines. Yeah, <laughs> just just does your twirl. hair look nice? Yeah. yeah, okay, Buttercup, that's it. That's all you gotta handle. Like, now the adults are gonna talk. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it really felt like that. Like they just, you know, like I could see her going, you know, next Mach and I really had this really. She's so good in that movie. Mm. She's so good in that movie, and this they just give her nothing. And I guess I didn't know this, but but she used to be, or maybe still is. She's like a big, like pop singer dancer. Oh, so I didn't give her some too. some dumb dance number in the hotel. Right. That's just like, and it's not even good. Like, why? Is, you've got the you've got the boring Superman. You've got uh, <laughs> you've got trust fund, and yeah. then you've got <laughs> and then the one girl with talent. They don't let her fucking do anything. So right. this movie is useless. Like it's boring. You're getting really angry right now. It's Graham. so stupid. I'm just like. <laughs> You're scaring me. How are the accents, though? <laughs> yeah, horrible accents. <laughs> Everyone's got bad accents. Like, she's got some bad German accent. It's just like... For no reason. For no yeah. reason. Like, my father wanted to avenge them. <laughs> what? Like, this is so horrible. Like, why didn't they give Henry Cable just a dumb, like, I'm from Kazakhstan or some just... <laughs> but when you were going to the movie, were you hoping? Were you hopeful? No. I was on the road. I was bored. And I had already seen Straight Outta Compton. And uh, was it good? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton's awesome. <laughs> I already saw Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> and was like, "Well, I guess I'll go see this." Like, I was in I was in Kansas City, and 
I went to, we did a 420 show and then I did it, went to a baseball game, which was a blast. And then I was looking and the baseball game was a blowout. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just duck out in the eighth inning and beat traffic. And I was like, oh, man from uncle's at nine. And so I went to Alamo Draft House, which is great because I have That's one, a great place wonderful movie, food. Yeah. And then I was bored to tears. And boy, the, everyone in the theater loved it. They're Did laughing they? at all these dumb jokes. And I'm just like, Egh. it was dumb. It was really boring. I get so disappointed sometimes with audiences. Yeah. When you're in a movie and there's some just hack, dumb joke, and the audience loves it, I'm I know. like, oh, I'm still so disappointed. I know. I just, I'm like, what's happening? I guess, why am I taking time to try to be original and funny when I could just go, don't go there or whatever? <laughs> like, oh, it's like no, when you didn't. It's like, like, like when uh, people laughed at the Zoolander 2 trailer. That's yeah, like, mm, yes. that's making me uncomfortable to be yeah. around you people. Yes. You're yeah. just like such a bummer. You're just like, oh, God. Something interesting. Sometimes things that were funny in the 90s aren't funny now. Yeah. They're not funny Well, anymore. to us. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> to other people. Oh. So Man from Uncle, I don't get it. I mean, okay. if you had to choose between dumb spy movies, I guess go see creep Scientologist run around. Man from Uncle, two thumbs up. Mission Impossible, <laughs> two thumbs up is yeah. what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is... The big man from Uncle Run, had one big action sequence in the beginning of the movie, and then the big action at the end was just boring. Like no, there, was no, there was not a lot of action in it, just bad accents and... Really? Oh, yeah. At least Mission Impossible. Was, was, there, doing... was there a New York therapist? Was there like... Was it, maybe it was supposed to be more of a talky, thinky movie. A New York therapist. <laughs> yes. In... Yeah. yeah in but Berlin. I think you just didn't understand. Oh, I mean, this, right. This, you're right. Yeah, Mission Impossible literally just went from one set piece to the other that you've seen in a hundred other spy movies. It's like, Was there okay. a plane? There was a plane, of course. There was an opera. There was oh, a yeah, sniper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there, was a, uh, there were some bombs. There were some explosions. And then there was a... Um, a <laughs> you know what I loved about the Muppet movie, by the way? Was that exact thing that they took those typical? I don't know if you guys saw the Muppet movie, but it was yes. cute. It was really yes. good. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That they took all those things and basically made fun of it. Yeah. Oh, the second and one with Ricky Gervais. Yes. With it. Yeah. With when the one yes, who was the a one terrorist, the <laughs> Kermit was. Yes. A it yes, was funny. Yeah, the, yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, the Russian. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah. just did all those things. There was the opera. There was mm-hmm. shows, yep. and yeah. there was the, all that stuff. And it was like, but you could get behind it because they were just right, being they're funny about it. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they were just making fun of that whole. They thing. They were doing this for real. It's like, okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah, okay, okay. So money from Belgium came into the yeah. Uh, you got Tina Fey was yeah. funny. There was singing mm-hmm. and dancing. That's what they should yeah. just do with all. Man from Uncle should have had a lot of. I would have been on board with sequences. that. Yeah. Let the ex machina robot girl yeah. do some dancing. Yeah, Let's get on board with. Why that. don't you solve your geopolitical differences with spy dancing? Yeah, yeah. and why <laughs> then spy dancing? And then don't let Army, whatever his name, Tom Hammer. Army Hammer. Army yeah. Hammer. Why is his name Army Hammer? Yeah, exactly. Does he understand that there's Arm and Hammer, and yeah. people are going to get confused? Just change your Arnie. name. You're it's, a billionaire. Yeah, it's Arnie. And stop! I, stop making movies. Stop <laughs> wasting your time. Just be a billionaire. You yeah, know what I mean, I learn agree. how to fly plane. You know, do right. billionaire stuff too. Just yeah, become a Get triple Rosetta black belt. Stone and yeah. learn Spanish. Take some time off. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Relax. You're not good at this. build your own space shuttle. Do yeah. something. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fly to make a space station. Yeah. Yeah. A resort. Right. Get with Lance uh, Bass. Yes. And start a whole program. Yeah. Learn how to be a, play cricket. You know, you have the time Thank to do this. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wouldn't we all learn to play cricket if we could just get some money and yeah. have some passive income? Exactly. I'd I learn to play this 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 insane sport that only three countries That would be want like a play. fuck you sport too. It's like I'm so rich, I'm going right. to play cricket and, and get buy really an, good at yeah, it. Yeah, and buy an entire outfit just full of white. 
Right. right. <laughs> but not, that I don't use for tennis. No. Why would I? That's no. different. It's a yeah. separate Hello, outfit. This, yeah. this is my cricket outfit. Yeah. I'm not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. So you brought up you brought up Muppet movies. So you've seen obviously with the kids, you see a lot of kids' movies. I yes. see every I think, kid movie. I think that more comes than out. I do, actually. Is well, because it, it was like. summer and my kids were not in camp. Ooh. So every time there was a movie out, you're there. And it, when it was hot, you're mm-hmm. like, well, let's go to the movies. So if you were a billionaire, your kids would be learning how to play cricket. They'd yes, be in cricket camp. They would, they would be in cricket camp. And I would yeah. make air conditioning outside for them. Why wouldn't I? Why the fuck wouldn't I? You'd buy a snow machine for yeah, your. Yes, uh, of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a monster. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I saw um, the one uh, I, I just, I didn't like almost all of them. What's the one that everybody inside out? Yes. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't great. Oh, you know what movie I really liked that you guys, I bet you a million dollars you did not talk about home. Did not see. Highly home. recommend it. Really? It was so good. It was very, so. in fact, this is pathetic, <laughs> but it was so good that I went and uh, saw it again. Cause the, I saw it again. Cause with it, without your children, there was another, well, <laughs> With my kids, but they, they're like, you know, they're kids. Do you mm. want to go see Home again? Yay, let's mm. go. Uh, but we really liked it. It was cute. It was very well acted. It had funny jokes in it. It had a really nice story. Sheldon did body you as an alien? Who? For Sheldon, Sheldon from... Jim, uh, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. Main voice. And from, Rihanna, uh, Steve Martin. Yeah. N- no. It was really good. Okay. It was not irritating. And uh, J- uh, J-Lo in it didn't oh. bother me. Yeah, really nice songs. Like I was like, wow, because I'm so used to mo- to people half-assing the kids' movies, right? Well, yes, you can. for and sure. The kids are going to go see it no matter how mm-hmm. bad it is. Kids right. are going to see it and they're going to like 100% it. One hundred percent agree, and yeah. it makes the filmmakers very lazy. Yes, and I thought that home. I felt like wow, they really took time with this script. It paid off. Like there was. You know when a movie's good when it has almost a false ending? Like you go like, oh, it could end here, but then it has an even better ending. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, oh, I'm sad, I'm crying, but it, but it's, but then it has a nice, and then you're like, oh, now it has an even better. I just right. really, right. truly left there going, that was really good. I'm going to put it on the DVD queue then. Matilda cried a little. My, my elder daughter might be like a sociopath. She doesn't, it could be the saddest <laughs> thing ever. And she's like, yeah, that, that was pretty sad. She's a sociopath. <laughs> my, my younger one is like in t- crying. I can't be- deal with this. My feelings, all the feels. And my older one's like, yeah, that was, huh. that was sad. Yeah, Have you ever watched A Human Burn? It's quite enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> what but are yeah, you doing so, in the backyard? <laughs> so Home was months ago, right? But mm-hmm. then I saw, so then I saw. Um, Same director, by the way, who did Ants, which is a really good movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I saw uh, the big one, Minions. Minions, yes. Oh my god, the worst. Really? Yeah. It and looks it, not good. Well, here's the thing. The Despicable Me movies, not right. that great. No, not that great. But better, much better than Minions. Really? That bad. Here's huh? the thing about Minions. First of all, I don't Graham, do you know anything about the Minions? Barely. They have this accent. They're they're kind of speaking like Spanglish, yeah. but you don't really know what it is. And then they say like, word, words you can understand once in a while, like what, banana the, or something. Right. Okay, but and then the other words that they say once in a while are Spanish words for no reason because they're not really <laughs> supposed to be Spanish, right? But it's like you were too lazy to just come up with another language. Like if they're going to be, yeah. but do you know what I mean? Like if you're going to have these creatures talk, then talk in gibberish. Why are you talking like in half Spanish? So then I'm like, well, I just picked up, did somebody just say adios? 
yeah. Oh, and then they, it's like this weird, like we're kind of these salsa creatures. I don't know what they're salsa doing. Salsa creatures. <laughs> but it's, but it's very weird, I think. And almost like mocking, like, are you mocking Spanglish? I don't know what you're doing. And then, okay, there's really no story. Despicable Me has stories. At least there's something you right. can hang your hat on. Right. You're like, it's going somewhere. I don't know what was happening with the minions the whole time. I was falling asleep. That's I, what I, when like, I saw the no trailer story. for I, I felt that I was like. Yeah, I had no interest They're just like, it. oh, we're at this point in history and this point in history. And I was just like. So for no reason. This is like Bill and Ted's? Like, what is this? It's not, though. And then here's the thing that bothers me about kids' movies. I feel like the makers of kids' movies think if it's not really loud and, like, crazy action all the time, then kids are going to get bored. No, kids can sit for a few minutes and watch story develop or put or, a song in there. Yeah. The, re- the reason like- that far- first part is true, because they keep making entertainment like that. Like right. now that all of a sudden it's like fast, fast, go all the time. They're like, well, no, let let the kids settle and actually watch a story. Yeah, I, I don't think my my kids don't like. It's like an assault on your senses yeah, all the time, and then it's loud, and there's a landslide, and then there's an avalanche, and now there's a hurricane, and now things are bombs are going off, and it starts getting like one thing on top of another until you. Where are you guys going to go from here? Right. It's just then then this creature is big bigger, 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 bigger until it's like King Kong and then everything has to be supersized and then and I just feel like it's all about selling minions crap. Right. For sure. This right. this movie, no question. It's like, oh the kids like the minions in Despicable Me. Let's make a minions movie. Mm. Let's just do it quick. So we can like yeah, just crank this thing out and get these yeah. things out, out to watch Burger it. King and you may as yes. well, I mean they may as well have been called like McNuggets. You know, really. Seriously. That, but that, that's Seriously. the kind of marketing it really is. I felt is. insulted by that movie after I left, and I, mm. I was annoyed. Like, this movie was almost aggressively bad, How I thought. they haven't and My made kids were like, eh, it wasn't even that. My kids will watch almost anything and think it's decent. Even this one, Elby, my older one, was like, I don't know. It really wasn't a story. It was kind of boring. And mm. the younger ones were like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Never heard another word about it. Whereas like home, they wanted to download some of the songs from it right. and they were talking about it and they'd, they'd see like uh, something on TV or an ad for it. And they'd be like, oh, that was so good. You know, now, did, your kids like the, did your kids like the Lego movie? Yes, they did. Yeah. So did you? Yeah, I did. I liked it. We all, yeah. we all really liked it. I feel like the last time I was here, we might've even talked about the Lego we movie. We might have. I was, I was curious yeah, it was to good. see. Yeah. Like, like, but this summer, what else has come out kids wise? Uh, Pixel just came out, which I did not see. Pixel, oh, you're lucky. Yeah, that's so yeah, we, uh, yeah, we my made kids uh, to see it, but I, I my kids wanted to see it too, and too I told late. them no, uh, not because there's anything offensive in it. I just we can't support those careers, so we can't. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> so what else? Um, there was something. Well, Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out was really good. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was there, good. I, I'll tell you the best. The best family movie that came out this summer was Ant Man. So uh, my. That's interesting that you say that. My other one of my kids, the tomboy, was mm-hmm. couldn't wait to see that movie, and she mm-hmm. loved it. As did her seven year old friend. Uh, they were raving, greatest movie ever. But my husband said not so good. He said it was terrible. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. people have been splitting on it too because it's. Uh, I really liked it. My kids loved it, and then, but you know, I've had Graham and a couple other people were just more kind of more lukewarm on. It. I'm like, that eh, it's okay. It felt like more of a kids movie, and I really felt like that was actually a marketing issue with that film. That really was a family movie. Right. There was right. no reason for it to be PG thirteen at all. What? Because somebody mentioned touching breasts. I think right. at one point that was PG thirteen. But right. it's a marketing thing. If you market it as a PG, then you're going to lose all this audience that uh, won't go to see it. I'm like, yeah, it's right. a kids movie, but it really was. It was like the, those um, family movies back to like when Disney used to make like Swiss Family Robinson, and, right, right, uh, all those, and that's that's really what it felt like to me. But I think they were too scared to market it that way. By the way, can I interject that um, we've been on this little kick of watching '80s movies? Oh, so, so have we? No way. '80s movies, and some of them are not appropriate anymore. No, like, they're not PC at all. Mm-mm. And it's very. You must sh- have seen Goonies. No, but that was one of the ones I was going to yes. on my list. Yeah. We saw Adventures in Babysitting. That's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, have you seen it recently? I haven't seen it recently, no. Okay, so one of the listeners of my other podcasts were mm-hmm. recommending it, and I was like, you know what? I looked it up on Common Sense Media. Mm-hmm. No big red flags. Right. I'm like, and my little ones can watch up, even though it says it's like 11, right. pretty right. much right. for 11 and up, and Elby's just about 11. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to be great. Right, one of the opening scenes, the there's like an eight year old girl, and she's really into uh, Thor, the superhero, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's has like a Thor doll or something, and mm-hmm. she's yelling at her brother, and she's like, "No, he's not a homo. Take that back." <laughs> yeah. She's like, I, "I won't take it back. He is a homo." Yeah. There's homo jokes, and that's just played <laughs> yeah. for laughs. And they'll say like, like re- "retarded" is yeah. another yes, one they'll say. Retarded. retarded. Yeah. And then there's a whole thing with like the boy is like, she's got huge boobs, and showing Playboy magazine like. The, like you know they're yet they're 15 year old boys yeah but there's just a yeah but there's a lot of lots of jokes about black people being criminals and like you know which is true obviously but yeah but the 80s. No, it's a product of its no, time but you know what i mean yeah. there's a lot of like really cliche like here comes the black guy and yeah. in, in the, like the honky do did he have a boom box yeah that kind of thing though where you're like really like yeah. now we have to show our kids like be scared of black guy yeah. he's probably gonna try to kill you well watch um and you... it's done really straight on right like, oh he, yeah the guy's like i know i'm a black guy but i'm kind of nice like i'm not yeah. gonna try and kill you and then it's like oh surprise he didn't try and kill you what yeah <laughs> it's not no <laughs> where's our jewish yeah. account i mean that's ridiculous <laughs> yes of course that black guy would try to kill you right yeah yes. <laughs> but he we're doing this against it was surprise yeah. <laughs> he didn't try to kill you i was a little like then halfway through uh my kid's like is this not appropriate <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a rape joke in there somebody says that so they call the one of the girls easy he's like, right. oh she's so easy that's why he's and then they say so, the one of the 15 year old boys goes yeah something to the effect of i'd rape her or like that like, oh rape, my god something about really? rape and i was going oh my god this cannot like i please don't let my kids ask what rape means because this is not an appropriate during adventures and babysitting no. time to and it's a rated pg rape. too is it? Yeah, yeah. that's not Straight it. That's not PG? a PG thirteen yeah. movie. Yeah, no, I, I was just like. But if you look at some of these other movies too, like I was going to recommend Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. They, um, they, I didn't realize it as I'm watching this. It's a little, it's a darker movie than you think it right. is, and also those kids curse most of the time. Really, you know? and it's one of them. Like, oh my, I don't remember all this language in this. And another one we just saw um, that we enjoyed, although it scared Griffin a little bit, was uh, Gremlins. 
We watched would, that one yeah, too. Yeah, okay, so that was also on my and list. And Gremlins is one of those movies too because our kids now are so spoiled with these giant big effects and right, computer right, generated right, right, stuff. Right. And, you know, when they saw the, um, just the Gremlins, especially at the beginning with the cute little dolls and like they weren't on board with the movie. They're like, this is dumb. This is stupid. And then right. when they started changing, they're like, oh my God, this is great. So I think your kids will really, uh, will really like it. I remember Gremlins being a little scary, yeah. At the time, for right. sure, because it had that real creepy vibe to it, but especially towards the end. it's like the thing with E.T., e. where I was so, couldn't wait for my kids to see E.T. Right. I'm like, oh, wait, right. just wait. and t- Wait till they see E.T. Mm-hmm. No, anticlimactic. I mean, they were like, uh. It's mm. all right. Well, yeah. It makes the bike fly. Um, mm. He the, likes candy. It's just not, things have changed. Yeah. Oh, here's one that kind of missed with my kids. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen that? Isn't that yes. weird that that missed? Is that? <laughs> didn't well, it miss when it came miss, out? Yeah, it missed when it came out. Spiel, I mean, it's some big director. That's a. But it was a bomb when it came yeah. out. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. No one even yeah, bought it. That's a bad movie. Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody recommended it. But I thought we'd give it a try. Yeah, we'll show the Mishtar next. So. Mishtar. Mishtar. Take out the desert scene. I assume yeah. to my grave. You take out the desert. That movie is hilarious. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, writing I the songs, it. telling the truth yeah. Yeah. is dangerous. <laughs> telling the fucking hilarious. I know that is actually good. It's just too long. Our, yeah. Our list now is to um, uh, Beetlejuice, I think is the next one. And one of the uh, reasons, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. is because they, when we go to Universal, they see the character walking around and they never like, who is that? Right, I'm like, right, oh, right, we'll, right, we'll show right. you. What about Edward Scissorhands? Uh, that's, I thought that could be good. I think that'll be good for my daughter. I don't think. My right. son would sit through that. I don't think he'll get the nuances of that movie, but I think my right, daughter's right. ready for it. Right, yeah. And I think my wife even recommended that. And I was like, what's it about? And it was like, well, it's about a boy who has scissors for hands. And she went, that sounds dumb. <laughs> and I said, well, it's That's better funny. than that. But That's technically, funny. that is what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just thought of another movie I saw recently, McFarland, USA. Oh, how was that? It was pretty good. My daughter has told has determined that it's her favorite movie ever. Really? Yeah, it was not bad. I Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner. So he's he he's a coach, like a running coach. He gets fired from his job and basically has to get another job and to his support an, his family. He's the deciding and, vote in the election, right? No, that? no, Chris, that's another <laughs> horrible movie. That so he start works with all these kids from like a p- poor Mexican kids. From a mm-hmm. school that's like underprivileged school, and um, they have a terrible football team, and you know, gets them all together and creates a cross country running team with them. Oh, cool! And sort of that's changes their lives. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really kind of slipped through the cracks a little bit, but it, it did. But it was I, I took my kids to Palm Springs, and it was on TV. Ah, that's so the only place you can watch it. New release. Is uh is Palm Springs? Well, I just had never even heard of it or thought of it before. <laughs> well, they released it was they had it released they released it in like February or something. Like I, I feel it like, came and went very quickly. Oh, did like it? They didn't yeah, get yeah. behind it enough. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've it's anything that gets released in February that just is, tells you I mean it tells you that no that one's true? behind it. Yeah, yeah. But what's the big movie months to come out? The summer. Well, December? the summer is the big oh, ones, the and then also you've got a lot of the Oscar bait stuff that yeah. comes out in the fall, like near. Um, December-ish. Oh, you know what I want to see that I did you guys that I want to know if you saw is the Meryl Streep, the Ricky and the Flash or whatever. I know. I haven't see seen it? that yet. I no. have not seen that. I've seen so many coming in, so many, uh, you right. know, I, 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 that I want to see That movie, it. I look at the trailer for that so and I go, that's a chick movie. And I go, this could either be great or really dumb. 
Like, I feel like... But isn't it nice to see Meryl Streep in a role that, like, well, at least this isn't her trying to get an Oscar. Right. It isn't her all crying and in a gown or whatever. Like, right. and, and it's her actual daughter that's playing her. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's her daughter. Yeah. Oh, neat. Oh, I didn't the know that. The young girl that. with now striking movie star features. Yeah, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to see that. All right, well, let's... Uh, let's uh, we, have an, we have a sponsor this week, oh. A Touch of Modern. We're excited about the sponsor. They're going to be around for a while. And what I like about it, too, is the, the stuff you can buy there keeps changing. Like, I just checked today. And if you go to touchofmodern.com and you sign up, it's, like, it's kind of like a cool private shopping club. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had just bought, like, a, a landscape picture. I'm waiting for that to come in. But I looked today, and there was some cool stuff. There's actually a fan pointed this out on Twitter. There is like Rorschach pictures of superheroes there right now, and there's a Batman one. Oh yeah, he yeah. sent me something on email, yeah. on uh, on, on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was like, he goes, "Oh man, there's a there's a there's a Batman." Yeah, Rorschach. Yo, it's, it's, print. It's, it's really. I'm like, oh, I'm in, and then he goes, "It's only for ten bucks," and I was like, "I'm I'm I'm yeah I'm yeah I got this. it." Um, this I, is how the sponsors make money too, not just with us doing the ads. Generally, Graham and I buy stuff right, from right, the actual right. sponsor. Yeah. Well, I just I got a too. pair of shoes. I got this awesome pair of shoes. Um, I was in I was in a quandary, outfit wise, because all I basically wear is jeans and t shirts. And let's do full disclosure too. We are actually buying these. They're not sending this stuff for free. No, no, we're yeah, actually we're we are we are buying it. Um, so, uh, I have I obviously have a suit. Like every man should have a suit. Uh, at least one. At least one. And I wear it maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really wear a lot of collared shirts anymore, but I have like one or two. So all I have is like black dress shoes and then like, you know, Vans or whatever. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I right. have no mid, like kind of dressy, could wear it with jeans. Right. So I saw like a, um, I said when I was on the road with the, uh, with Gary Brightwell in Vegas, he had like a nice sort of shoe that you could, I don't know how you describe it, but you could wear it with like jeans, you could wear it with a decent pair of pants. I was like, I need something like that. I need like a brown or gray shoe. So I found this sort of brown uh, shoe. It just showed up while I was on the road. It's uh, suede or whatever. It's comfortable. You could wear it Such with a, a jean. Such a male review of a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this suede or what have you. You know. <laughs> yeah this side is mainly for men yeah uh, <laughs> no brand name no anything of no not, nothing about it just you know it's like suede or something yeah some kind, kind of, of brownish kind of a, people make did shoes it fit out your of. foot <laughs> went on my foot fine <laughs> put on my foot great slipped right on or, or <laughs> didn't maybe there was laces i, I don't know so. i'm not uh, yeah i think i tied them i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so i just so that showed up i was like i've, I've got my my mid my mid shoe <laughs> I got my this my mid, my mid dress up. Like if I want to like kind of dress up, which mm. for me is right. like a collared shirt. That's mm. me dressing up. What I love too is there's always, no matter how much they change stuff, there's always pop culture art and survival gear. Like those are the two things that are always on the site. There's always something you're gonna need. The next thing I want to get, I want to get a when, whenever it pops up on the site, I'm gonna get a solar powered uh, iPhone case. Ooh, I've seen them before. They exist. Oh yeah, they're awesome. So they have a the basically the back of it is a solar panel, so it has a backup battery, so it extends the life of your iPhone, and then you just put it under any kind of light anywhere, and it's charging. Wow. So need that? Need that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so so I would not buy just that. like oh, I need a plug or I need a thing. Right. Like, does this website have it? 
Uh, it will eventually. It's got all this tech stuff. I know. I know it's gonna because right. I mean, they, they the thing that's cool about Touch of Modern is every week or so they put on new stuff. It's not like they have. All right, we have these fifteen products and right. that's it. But this thing already exists that you're talking about. I've seen about? it. I've seen okay. it. Out I got there a, and, a holiday gift from a husband. Yeah, for it's, the husband. It's a great gift. So like, there's this. Kind he would of, love that. Right now, there's this company called Snyder Research Inc. and they have iPhone. When he's stuff. poolside, he's gonna yeah, need that. Yeah, when mm-hmm. he's hanging. So <laughs> I'm gonna get that when it comes to Touch of so Modern. He's not really that. Like an outdoor husband. Right. <laughs> but he works so under lights. Be outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so think of it this good. way. What you could do with that is you could like put that on the dash of your car when you're driving. <laughs> right. When I'm right. sitting on a plane, I can just yeah. put it on the armrest mm. and let the light get it. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I'm not looking for an outlet. I like that. Just it's very like, green. It's very green. <laughs> Always learning, so, constantly learning. Touchofmodern.com. Go there now. Now, uh, there's no URL or landing page or anything special for CFN. So all you have to do is sign up at touchofmodern.com, and it'll be different. And Refer uh, a friend, you get $20. Yeah, that's true. You get $20. You have your own affiliate program. And then you get the person you refer that gets $10, so then you can just keep referring people and get I all like this. that. It's like Amway. Right, so you get a couple of... <laughs> Make it your full-time job, people. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm telling you, you refer two mm-hmm. people, and you can go buy a bra- a brown suede kind right. of a shoe a thing. Shoe. Yeah, that's what my that'll thing. fit your a foot. Mid-shoe. Yeah, yeah. Mid-shoe. I got a nice brown suede mid-shoe. It's about 40 bucks. So, Boom, so, two two referrals. <laughs> so Grammy t- gets a mid-shoe. <laughs> Hashtag mid-shoe. <laughs> so great. So, so touchofmodern.com. Grammy gets a mid-shoe. Grammy, hashtag Grammy gets a mid-shoe. Grammy gets a mid-shoe. That's the name of your uh, new CD, Yeah, isn't it? Grammy gets a mid-shoe. Um, <laughs> I'm writing this hat. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Stephanie, um, yes. you like to talk a little bit about the uh, Hollywood gossip, oh. and you wanted to talk about uh, Ben Affleck oh, and I, yeah, Benifer? I, mean, I did, mm-hmm. because when, it, when Benifer broke up, mm-hmm. I was full of questions. You know why? How is there? Wh- was this the long time coming? He slept with a hot nanny. Was well, it? that's what we found out later. But you it specifically, he seems like such a nice guy. I mean, Project Greenlight. Like I'll always love him from like the. He's not the typical kind of movie star, or so I thought. I mean, I thought he got sober years ago yeah. and like kind of curbed his whole you know, bro culture, right. you know, because when he was engaged to J-Lo, do you remember when there was like a whole strip club thing that right. happened? But I chalked that up to like, you know, my man Ben was just drinking too much and now he's, and, and gambling too much. He's but a millionaire. Now he's, he, yeah, but now he's, he doesn't want that lifestyle. He doesn't want to be with somebody like J-Lo. He wants to like, he'd stop drinking and then right. he met Jennifer Garner and then she's so normal. Right. It seems to me, every time I see her in the magazines, you know, mm-hmm. stars, they're just like us. They don't wear right. makeup. They put their hair in a ponytail. They hang out with their kids. They're not just all about nannies. That's because Ben was fucking the nanny. That's why she wasn't <laughs> she having was a busy. nanny all the time. Yeah. Well, here's the question. <laughs> Sorry about I heard language, that you guys. the nanny was like shit hot. Don't bring that kind of nanny into your home. That's, I would say that to I a agree. man or a woman. I agree. Like if I was married and my wife said we should get a nanny, we had kids, and and here's the nanny, and and, and she was shit hot, and I, and let's say my wife, I'm single now, let's say my wife was a right. very attractive woman, I'd say, no, I don't want that near me. That's not right. That's not a good. Just thing. like I wouldn't, I, you know, if if I, if she was like, oh, we got this guy's going to help with the yard, and he's ripped, and he's, I'm no, he's not, he's and he not never fit. wears a shirt, right. he never right. wears a shirt, he's not coming right. to my goddamn yard. He can come to my, just yes. refer him. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep with him, yeah. but 
But I might pour water on his yeah, back. Let, just yeah, just look at him outside. Yeah, and sure. Put him in your spank vault. Yeah, that's good for everybody. Your playroom. Yeah, yeah. put him in your playroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stephanie gets a mid-shoe. You know what I mean? Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, as it started coming out, then there was the nanny involved, and then there were pictures of her on the plane with Tom Brady, right, wearing all his Super Bowl rings, which I'm sure Giselle Bunchen or whatever wasn't too happy about that either. Oh, so There's she a was. Lot of, yeah, did she play around then. Did Jennifer play around with? No, I don't. Tom Brady is that what this is about? Or? No, no. Uh, ben Affleck had the nanny on a plane oh. with Tom Brady going to Vegas. And the oh. nanny was on the plane wearing all of Tom Brady's Super Bowl rings, like, was like, but I don't know now what I'm, was I'm, she, now I'm I mean, guess, she was some, like, whore. You know I'm, what I now mean? I'm going to guess at this point, on the plane with Tom Brady wearing his rings, not watching the kids? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Jennifer Garner, here was the story. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, they were, I don't know, they went somewhere with the kids. Ben Affleck leaves to go to Vegas for, like, a poker tournament, takes the nanny with him. But not the kids. Not the kids. No one. So in- Jennifer Garner's with on the vacation, being with her her own kids. Well, the nanny. Well, is that's off not with suspicious at all. Right. Exactly. This was like right. I guess when they were breaking up or whatever. Yeah, they were, they came out with these pictures. Right. But like, what a dick. I had. I was Ugh. kind of almost thinking like I don't know. You know, I hate the whole they've grown apart or whatever. They both are traveling too much because it was like you can tell that Jennifer. I just call her Jen. You know, but that you could tell that she was like, I want to have a good marriage. I don't want to be a typical Hollywood people. Right. I'm going to be, I'm home with my kids a lot. I do stuff with them. My husband goes and makes the movies. We don't both make movies at the same right. time. One of us is here with our kids. Well, bitter in the ass. Yeah. And the other he thing is too. typical, typical movie star. And the I other mean, thing, he is. like you have to be the only really couples that I've ever seen make this work is where they, I mean, obviously you have the money. To like, the kids are all, tra- like you have the power to say, you know, I'm going to shoot this movie when the kids are in uh, out of school. You know what I mean? The wife is coming with me or whatever. Like the, the you, whole- You fa- see them bring the families with The them. whole family's yeah, on the yeah. set. You have to do that. Like that's- Sometimes when the kids are young, but I can also see the other side of it. Your kids are in school. I, if I'm Jennifer Garner, I'm not going to like rip my kids sure, out of school right. just to go right. where Ben wants to shoot a movie. Yes, I think he needs to shoot fewer movies yeah. or take turns with her or just make it a priority to come home. Right. Yeah, you, important, you should have made that suggestion, though. Drinking. Listen, <laughs> you should the have poker to- thing was before a this happened. For him. Yeah. I you wish to- he would have called me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why didn't he? <sighs> what did you act a little Can you guys? just use that for the, you know, the iPhone thingy that I'm going to have to do? Sure. That's what we'll do. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> I feel like I really like shot my wad on the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Insightful. And, and again, not something we would have talked about. All right. It's good. It's good. To, uh, you another call reason. yourself like film buffs. Well, we are. Weird. I don't give a shit about these people's personal lives. These yeah, goddamn yeah, weirdos. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, this is good, though, because this is another reason why I'm not going to like the Batman Superman movie. <laughs> so I'm like, Batman is partying. Yes. To, I don't, be, yeah. to be fair, you didn't need another one. I don't mind <laughs> that Christian Bale yells at people on the set. That's how I think my Dark Knight should act. Right, is right, right, right. Is ragey lunatic? Right. And again, you don't know. Somebody could have gotten mouthy to him. Yeah, right. Maybe someone was popping off and then yeah. you could put their goddamn place. Yeah, exactly. And maybe he was showing respect. Restraint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they deserve it. Yeah. yeah, a lot more than they yeah. got, they actually. Like, Take the yelling as a goddamn yeah. treat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he threw a phone. Yeah, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? He's dedicated to his craft. He's not right. whoring around in Vegas with right. Tom Brady's right. seconds or He's whatever the hell He's paying attention to his goddamn job. And yeah. if everybody else would pay attention to their goddamn jobs, yeah. maybe the movie could be made. And then more people would be married. Everybody yeah. does their fucking job. I don't have to yell so goddamn <laughs> yeah. much. Instead of poker tournaments right, and right, Super Bowl right, ring right. parties or right. whatever the fuck you're right. doing on a private jet, you creep. That's how I feel right now. If you guys would do a goddamn mic check when you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to, we could start this goddamn podcast on time and yeah. be wrapping it up right now. Thank you. She makes a valid point. <laughs> Great point, Stephanie. All right, this is going up you're on uh, YouTube. Stephanie Wildenterra loses it in a garage in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> Like, no wonder nobody wants to work with yeah. me. Oh, that That's what happened in my career. No, yeah. <laughs> many, Mystery solved. Too many tirades in garages. Yeah. Oh, just don't, don't get her in the garage. Way to go. Way to go. So now, um, speaking of tirades, DVD and oh. Blu-ray, Aloha is now out. I Worst, have heard this. Here, horrible. Here's the thing. You saw so the, the dumbest. Oh, my it's, God. It's very rare that I hear from multiple different people whose um, opinions I all respect saying the exact same thing over and over. Not that it's a bad movie, that it's the worst movie they've ever seen. It makes, it's worth watching, I guess, on a, it's one of those movies, I can tell you how bad it is, but you're not going to really believe me until you sit there and go, no way, and watch right, this, right? Right, right, like, it's, yeah, yeah. Was, but I'd already known it was supposed to be a bad movie, so uh, we were like, well, but it's what's his name? Sure, Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. Yeah, we're like how who apologized bad, for it? That's how bad how it was. How bad could a Cameron Crowe movie be, though? Right. I, I mean, sure, he is a great director. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, there's been a couple misses, but he's had made some great movies. Mm-hmm. And my husband is a big fan. I keep I've turned into one of those women that's like my husband said, but but <laughs> I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it. He's a huge, a bigger Cameron Crowe fan, and he was like, "How bad could it be? Could it be as bad as people are saying?" Even if it's bad, it's still probably going to be good because it's Cameron Crowe. No, we watched it. I, we were both like, are you kidding me? It's so bad. Yeah. There's no... Yeah. And then yeah. afterwards when he was apologizing, we were like, I wish I'd known about that before we went to see it because we were trying to go like, give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. We, I, I did the same thing. I was like, God, this trailer looks stupid, but it's Cameron Crowe and the cast looks good. So I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna try and... Give nope. it a go. Nope. Nope. nope, it's a horrible movie. Uh, this next movie, Big Game, um, looks absolutely hilarious. This is another um, foreign-funded movie about, um, I believe, uh, find out where it's shot. It's, uh, I think it's Finland, yeah, I believe. Somewhere like that. Uh, and it's about a little boy. Shot who, in Finland and yeah, the UK and Germany. Uh, who comes across a a plane crash survivor and helps him to survive in the woods. But the plane crash survivor is president of the United States running from terrorists, Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) Well, this, it opened in June and it made $16,000. It's opening weekend. So seriously, the trailer absolutely looks hilarious. It looks like, um, what's Finland's perception of America? Yeah, and then yeah. that's what this movie yeah. is. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're just ridiculous. Yeah. We're ridiculous, we and um, you know, we have, well, uh, have Samuel you Jackson could Trump? be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This could be president. He has a shot at being president. That's yeah. how yeah. dumb this country is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so and there's people that are down with him. So right, maybe right, right. Uh, Finland's not that far off. So yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. Maybe we should give this movie a little more credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right, the other so. thing coming out on DVD is Citizen Four, which is the Edward Snowden uh, documentary, which is... Saw it. Oh, man. I, I like it. It's scary that it's like, oh, no, he, he's like, oh, they can hack this phone. They can hack your laptop. They can... Yeah. It's scary as shit. It's like, it's almost like, um, you know, you kind of feel like Joey Pantoliano in, uh, in The Matrix, who at the end of the movie just goes, you know what? Just plug me back plug in. Plug me back in. I want the fake stuff. I yeah. don't I don't want to know anymore how horrible the reality is. <laughs> don't you feel so bad for Edward Snowden? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's crazy. For sure. That yeah. you can't that your his life is over, basically. That if you take a chance, I mean it's just such a big whistleblower mm-hmm. basically movie. And it's like it is scary that this is the world we live in and this is what the NSA has access to, and that anything he says, you know, now and now he's yeah, he's forever going to be on the run or sequestered or whatever he's going to do. Like, it just seems like... Wouldn't it be weird if Edward Snowden had an Ashley Madison account and it got hacked? <laughs> That'd be so meta, right? That would yeah. be awesome. Or he, he released it like, and forgot to take his, his name off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did you use your regular email address, yeah. Edward? Yeah, what were you thinking? You had to you have of all people, off. Edward. Yeah. You, went through, you told me. You told me not to do. <laughs> so He's great. like, but I didn't think Ashley Matt like so, of those people should have encrypted stuff better. Yeah. I don't. Of all places, I know the government, but Ashley Madison, <laughs> I trusted those guys. <laughs> Life short, how to fair? I mean, oh, I I heard that and I was like, uh, yeah, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing it should be all in secret. <laughs> Life short of having a fair. That's so great. Ben Affleck told me to do it. Spokesperson. Um, um, so let's talk about the uh, site spotlight and fan feedback. Okay. CJ uh, Johnson has a bunch of new reviews on the site for Irrational Man, uh, Man from Uncle, and The Gift. And we want to talk a little bit more about um, Podfest. You guys have been on the Facebook uh, site actually um, posting some more information, how excited you are getting about la Podfest, and one of the things some of you have actually created um fan pages for la Podfest about i think julia created an attendees thing which this is amazing which is a great idea because then you guys can get together share hotel rooms or whatever there's a map that you guys have posted which is really cool for those of you who don't go to the uh um i think it's la Podfest 2015 attendees Fans who have been there in the past posted maps of the area around the hotel, like, oh, there's this restaurant, there's that restaurant. So if anyone's coming in town for the first time, um, it's really helpful. Yes. Like, it's amazing <laughs> what, the, what, what these, what the, all you fans have done. So it's... What podcasts are coming this year? Are there any crime podcasts? Crime podcasts. Those are my favorite. You know what? We, uh, we tried to get a couple, but they weren't available. Um, yeah, we tried. Sword mm-hmm. and Scale. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. No. Criminal? Criminal, yes. Yeah. We, we try to get those are all those NPR ones. They're yeah. all snooty, right? They're well, all like they're all, they're well, all they're, seem to be narrated by the same person. Well, they're, by the way. they were Anna books. Sale. Yeah, they were un, they were right? not available. Don't they all have the same voice? I the, guess I don't listen to them. Criminal, uh, sex, death, and money. That one? Do you know that one? <laughs> that one, no. <laughs> and and cereal. Uh, cereal, of course. All the I know Sarah Koenig or whatever her name is, mm. but they all have the same voice. Well, the they thing narrate them. The thing about and they're the, different people. The NPR ones, they're all booked twelve, like eight to twelve months. Yeah, you got to get them earlier. So, so we, we're going to try to get them for next year. We reached out to them. Why and, do they, by the way, only update like once a month? I don't know. I have no idea. They're big podcasts, and they how do they update once a month and have such big? Are and are you know? 
have it's such big download NPR. numbers. Well, you know, built an audience Night Vale is the same way, twice a month, and that's it. That's their, that's their schedule, and they've got millions of people listening. Yeah. It's crazy. We do this bullshit every week, and we're just barely getting by. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How do you crack the code, man? I don't know. Solve a True crime. crime. Solve a yeah. crime, yeah. <laughs> get, a, get, get someone like a, a thing that's... Have you heard of the Generation Y podcast? Mm-mm. I like those guys. That's kind of up your alley. It's a little bit nerdy. Uh, there are two kind of sort of nerdy guys, Aaron Habel. He's uh, on my face. He's my Facebook friend, and they talk about they talk about cases, but it's not always just a crime. Sometimes they'll talk about like a like a you know urban legend or something, and then they discuss it. They both research it and then have a discussion about it for an hour. That sounds it's cool. Really good. You would like them. Cool. We will check them. Yeah. Out. Thanks, guys, for uh, for posting all that stuff on on our on the Podfest page on yes. Facebook, and then also the, the the other thing I want to mention too is our buddy Rick Myers is his Kickstarter is ending this week. Uh, check it out. He's pretty far behind, so we could definitely use some help. Um, and it's an amazing project. It's Films of Fury, the Once and Future interviews, because, like Rick said, uh, a lot of this information and this um, These just kind of ways of making movies is going to be lost soon because they're all aging yeah. and uh, passing away, and a lot of the stuff isn't really documented anywhere. So he's going to go to China and interview all of these amazing uh, martial arts filmmakers uh, before they pass away. So I think it's a really important uh, document. So if you can help out, um, definitely do. And it's, it's on the... It, it's a Kickstarter, uh, Films of Fury, The Once and Future Interviews uh, with Rick Myers. We also have a link to it on the Comedy Film Nerds uh, fan page on um, Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So coming out this week are two movies nobody gives a shit about. No, no escape. This is Owen Wilson going. You know what? I need to get into this uh, action movie genre no, thing. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, no, I. No, I no, no, that's what the res- That's what the audience is saying right, right now. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And Z for Zachariah. Yeah, what's I, I, that? I don't have no idea. Is pull that like pull this one up, movie? Graham. This is. Uh, I, I looked this one up, and this made me laugh. Uh, yeah. Okay. First, read who's in it. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Chris Pine, uh, Margot Robbie. In the wake of a disaster that wipes out most of civilization, oh, two no. men and a young woman find themselves in an emotionally charged love triangle as the last note survivors. Oh, no, God, I don't give a shit. It's a post-apocalyptic love triangle oh. movie. <laughs> well, you know, they're always like, well, if you're going to have a love story, what's keeping you apart? You yes. know, you got to yeah. figure out what's the, how about there's no civilization anymore? Yeah. All right. How about, guess what? You're the last three. Your guy's going to have a lot of crazy sex parties. Yeah. That's yeah. how this is going to yeah, shake out. Yeah, pretty much. You have to repopulate the earth. Yeah, with one woman. Yeah. And guess what, fellas? Might be time to become bisexual now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there. And you're going to have a lot of free time. Yeah, a lot We have of some free notes time. for yeah. the writers of this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of free time, guys. Um, all right. So, yeah, go see any of these other movies that have come out that you haven't had a chance to see. Or go see, like, an indie film and a... There's you know, a lot of stuff to check out. Go check that out. That's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, can I plug my book? No way. Ooh, oh, of course you can. Um, Gummy bears should not be organic. That's your new book? Yeah. Sweet. Where can Came people get it? Came out in April. Anywhere? Mm-hmm. Anywhere books are sold. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. Bookstore, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Now, we will say that we don't have the new book uh, yet, but we have all of Stephanie's other books here signed. Yeah, Sippy Cups, you know, I'm in the black on that one. So um, do me a favor and buy Sippy Cups or not for Chardonnay. You can buy it through this, the Comedy Film Nerds website, and I make money every time that book is sold. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Gummy Bears, it's going to be a while. 
but still it'll help me with my publishing company you know hate me less if you buy that book it's funny it's really is actually a funny but i'm i'm proud of that book this how many books have you written five that's amazing yeah. yeah that's amazing thank you so check out stephanie's books and also where else can they find you online and what else you got going on uh yeah you could go to my website or uh facebook or twitter or insta is that baby on board Baby, no, it's stephaniewildertaylor.com. stephaniewildertaylor.com, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Check it out, and it, it tells uh, where they can buy stuff, your blog is there, all sorts of information there, yes. right? Cool. It's all there. That's your hub. That's my hub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, cool, guys. I'm headlining the Hollywood Improv this Saturday, August 29th at 10 o'clock. Cool. Um, if you go to the improv.com website, you can save $5 with coupon code GRAM, all caps, G-R-A-H-A-M. Nice. Save $5. Uh, and, of course, guys, uh, go to LAPodFest.com to get your tickets. We've sold, this year, already four weeks out, we've sold as many hard tickets as we had all of last year. Wow. So get your if you're coming to it, I would buy your tickets now. Because yeah, we're we got, probably going to sell out. We this might year. have to sell out and cap tickets, so it's mm-hmm. going to be we're going to get on your shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and but streaming tickets, no cap. If you can't make it out here, mm-hmm. you're in a foreign country, and or if you're in just you know um, Orange County, you don't want to make a drive. <laughs> You you're out in Bakersfield yeah. and you don't like civilization then, um, yeah. then you Oxnard, can check out yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too, remote. I'm gonna um, fuck with the 101 on a Friday industry. Yeah. that's tough I yeah, get it, it. that's tough Monrovia so, any of those places so buy your streaming ticket you get $5 off with code CFN yeah and just so you know guys um, the coupon code that's how each show makes money so we talk a lot on the show about spend $20 with us once a year if your twenty dollars is is the live stream, use our coupon code CFN, and that's how the show helps make money. Yep. Uh, so you're supporting the show and the festival just with twenty bucks, and you're getting forty some shows and panels, and three weeks afterwards, you get you can so you have three weeks basically of entertainment watching this. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's gonna be this festival is gonna be awesome. So. Um, go to LAPodFest.com. All right. Thank you once again to Stephanie Wilder Taylor, our for having me. guest. Thanks for showing up. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. first.